0: Welcome to The Unlocking. It is my honor and my joy to be here with each one of you today on this podcast. My prayer is that each one of us would walk away with a greater understanding, an unveiling, an awakening, an unlocking to our minds and our hearts, to His truth and His voice. So Holy Spirit, we come and invite you to do what only you can do. Have your way in our midst and in our conversation. We bless you, we honor you, and we thank you Thank you for what you're going to impart and what you're going to do today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Just so excited to be with you guys today. Just so excited for each one of you that are joining in and listening to this episode. Um, I just want to bless each one of you before we begin. And so, Father, I just bless every single ear, every single heart. To just be open and to receive whatever it is that you want to say today. Whatever it is that you want to speak. Whatever it is that you want to reveal. I just bless their spirits to lead their soul and their body into perfect truth. To perfect revelation and wisdom by your spirit. And we just thank you for what you want to do in our midst. So. <laughs> As I was just sitting and thinking and saying, okay, Lord, what do you want to say on this episode? So many people have asked, do you sit with notes? Do you sit with an outline? And so far, Holy Spirit just wants me to sit and just speak whatever bubbles up and bubbles out. But I just really felt him just saying to me about something that's just been on my mind a lot over the last year or so. And really he has highlighted two scriptures about just the unveiling um how romans 8:19 says the entire universe is standing on the tiptoe yearning to see the unveiling of God's sons and daughters and how that just grips me because it's like all all of the universe is standing on tiptoe they're waiting for sons and daughters to know who they are through Christ to know him rightly and know who they are. So this great unveiling happens because, again, he has chosen us to be his hands and feet, to display his glory, to display his heart, to be the vessels that he pours through and uses, to be the yielded ones, to be the surrendered ones, to be the ones that say, here I am, Lord, send me. And so um, that verse of that all the universe is standing on the tiptoe, yearning, groaning, to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters means all of creation is waiting for that moment when sons and daughters understand their identity in Christ and understand who they are, the authority that they carry. And that again is where the enemy comes and targets is the mind and tries to Um, cover that back up, to cover our minds and our hearts from truly seeing truth, to truly seeing him rightly, to truly seeing who he's created us to be. And so I just really felt him saying the key takeaway, the thing that he wanted to um, speak about today is the great unveiling. So about a year ago, I was at prayer house and was leading worship and the Lord started to highlight the scripture, 2 Corinthians 3, 13 through 18 to me. And um, he was highlighting it in the Passion Translation. And it just jumped off the page at me. And I've just been chewing on it and asking for deeper revelation into it. And um, just feel like this is all very much tied into what he wants to speak today. So 2 Corinthians 3... Thirteen through eighteen says, We are not like Moses, who used a veil to hide the glory to keep the Israelites from staring at him as it faded away. Their minds were closed and hardened, for even to this day the same veil that comes over their minds when they hear the words of the former covenant. The veil has not yet been lifted from them, for it is only eliminated when one is joined to the Messiah. So until now... Whenever the Old Testament is being read, the same blinding comes over their hearts. But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. Now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit, and wherever He is, there is freedom. We can all draw close to Him with the veil removed from our faces, and with no veil we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord." We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So I know that is a lot to unpack, but everything in me goes crazy reading this scripture. Several things. Um, when the Lord came and died on the cross to take our sins, there was a veil in the, in the. Um, temple that kept the separation from um, only the priests being able to go in. And when he died, that veil was torn and there's free access, free permission. We don't have to go through the sacrifices. We all know that. We don't have to go through the sacrifices and the rituals and the things, and we don't have to be just leaning on a priest to go into the Holy of Holies. It is now free access for us to go in boldly before the throne of God and to have that free access. So there is no more veil. There is no more veil that is keeping us from entering in that was removed and has been removed. And so one of the things that the scripture is saying is, is that when we, we still agree or listen to old covenant teaching, which is before the finished work of the cross, before that veil was torn, literally a veil comes over our minds and our hearts and are hardened from that truth and that reality. So again, it comes back to that belief system. It comes back to the place where we come into agreement with. And so wherever our truth is, wherever we come into agreement with what is being uh, read, so we can read the Old Covenant and we need to because you can't have a New Testament without the Old Testament. You can't see the progression and what the Lord did and the redemption back to the Garden Eden and all the many things in between without having both. But what it's saying is when that is read and that is where the the belief and the truth comes in alignment in yourself, comes with an old covenant, then the veil literally blinds our hearts and our minds from being able to step in to the unveiling that all the earth, all the universe is groaning to see sons and daughters step into the fullness. And um, when that veil is lifted, eyes can fully see. And they can see because it's by the Holy Spirit. It's only by the Holy Spirit. The revelation, the insight, the power of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus left, he said, "I'm I'm leaving a better thing than even me as Jesus walking the earth, I'm leaving a greater authority. And that was the Holy Spirit. And so we can function as Christians to only a certain degree, only a level. But when we have accepted Holy Spirit and the infilling of Holy Spirit is when we go to a place of having that unveiling to a whole nother dimension, a whole nother level, a whole nother authority, a whole nother power. It's where he says we'll see greater works than he, that we'll see blind eyes open, that we'll see deaf ears open, when we'll see the dead raised, when we'll walk in greater capacity than what even him and the disciples got to on earth. That excites me. If that doesn't excite you, then I'm not sure what's going on. But the fact that there is this invitation of saying that we should be walking in greater authority and greater anointing, but by the Holy Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And when there's that coming into a receiving, the free gift of the Holy Spirit, that there is freedom in all areas of our lives, and that a great unveiling will happen over our hearts and our minds, that the hard shells around our hearts will start to break wide open, and we'll start to receive the love of the Father, and the authority of the Father, and the authority of the Holy Spirit, and that our eyes will literally be unveiled, and that the glory of God, that we would start to look more and more like Jesus, that our very reflection, like one's looking in a mirror, will be so transfigured and so transformed to look more and more and more and more and more and more like him. And the beautiful thing is, is we'll never fully arrive on this side of heaven. There's an invitation to continue to be renewed, to look more and more and more and more like him. And it is our privilege and honor to get to reflect the glory of Jesus, the image of Jesus in and through our lives. But it has to come from a greater understanding to the truth that Holy Spirit lives and resides inside of us as the living temples. We don't have to go to a temple now. We get to corporately gather and all of that, and that's a whole other unpacking on another episode. But we are the living temples And we need one another and we need that corporate gathering and we need all of those those things that are very biblically sound and based. But we have to understand that we are the living temples now. We are the living temples. His spirit resides in us. So wherever our feet land, we are taking territory for the kingdom and that our lives should be a reflection of who Jesus is. Our lives should be that mirror and that reflection and the image of who Jesus is and his authority, his power, his love, the manifest presence of Jesus. Just like we talked about in last episode Habakkuk, where it says that the knowledge of the glory of God will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. And that means the unveiling of sons and daughters. That means Uh, Sons and daughters taking their rightful place, understanding who they are, understanding the authority they carry, understanding that they're seated in heavenly places with the Father, understanding that there is this co-laboring that he has invited us into. He could have done it himself, but he invited us in to co-laboring. He invited us in to take dominion over the earth. He put Adam in charge to take dominion. And he has put us as sons and daughters. So there's no more, well, you know, God is in control. Things will just happen. No, that's not right. He put mankind to take dominion, to be the ones that influence our societies, the regions, our families, our neighborhoods, our cities, the nations. That is the inheritance he's invited us into. And um, it just, everything in me goes crazy to help unlock that thing inside of so many of us bound to our belief systems that keep us locked in to truly not walking in the authority that he has called us to walk in, to walk in a great unveiling that all the universe is groaning to see. And he chose us to co-labor with him and that is one of the greatest honors and privileges and invitations that he has given us as his sons and daughters. And again, it all comes from what we believe, where our belief system is, what we align our truths with. And um, I love where it says we're being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. So our lives should look like it's moving from one level of glory to another level of glory, to another level of glory. And it's beautiful to hear the testimonies of, oh, you know, look what the Lord did five years ago, 10 years ago. But if you aren't living in the revelation of what the Lord did yesterday or even this morning or this afternoon or this evening, then then we're missing something because He's always speaking. He's always moving. Yes, there are times where He says, hey, you learned to hear me this way. Now I'm taking you to another dimension or now I'm taking you to another place where I want you to search and find me in a new way. But He's always speaking. And when you can't hear what He's saying And you feel like, okay, it's not because I have a stronghold in my mind or I'm believing something wrong. You can always go to the Bible, the written word, the living word, because everything in that book is living and breathing and testifying to who he is and what he's saying and what he wants to impart. And so there is this invitation of a continual moving with him, a continual abiding in him, you know, the whole abiding thing has been something that the Lord has just really been working inside of me over the last couple of years of, of what does it truly look to abide? What does it truly look to rest? It's like, Lord, how can we rest when so much is swirling and such chaos and all the many things and the invitation is rest and abiding from being seated in heavenly places, that our job is to remind the enemy that the victory has already been won. Our job is to come into alignment with his word and to speak it out and to declare it and to come into true alignment with it and to release his heart, to release his character, to release his nature to the world around us. And so abiding and resting is, is from the place of knowing where you're seated. If you feel seated on the outside, if you've come into alignment with an orphan spirit that there's not enough or that you need to do something to earn the love or need to earn acceptance, then it's always going to be from a place of striving and performing. And we, we talked about that last episode. Um, but when it's a true abiding and resting from a knowing of where you're seated, In the heavenly places. That's where the authority is. That's where our resting place is. That's where our abiding place is. Is next to him, seated with him, reigning from victory, reigning with all authority given to us by Jesus, by the Father, by the Holy Spirit. And that's when the great unveiling takes place over our minds and our hearts. That's where we start to see rightly. That's where we start to hear rightly. That's when all the fog and all the things start to lift, and we start to see see him in the invitation, in the relationship that he came to give us, that he came to go through everything he went through so that we would have the full access, the full victory, the full abiding the full unveiling of what we can experience here on earth. And you know, it's on earth as it is in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. So around us should be looking more and more and more and more and more like heaven as we come into agreement with his truths and with his heart. And so today, the key takeaway is the unveiling, that the entire universe is standing on tiptoe for you to understand who he has created you to be, so that it shines him so much more brightly, so that it reflects the very nature and character of God. And so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for each person that is on this episode. We thank you, Lord, that you are speaking and that you are moving by your Holy Spirit that you are unveiling our eyes and our hearts to see in greater measure, Lord, that you are inviting us into this um, unveiling that Romans eight nineteen speaks about, that you are inviting us into this unveiling that 2 Corinthians 3, 13 through 18 talks about, Lord, that there is this invitation where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is a great unveiling that is happening, that is unlocking hearts, that is is taking off the hardness, hard places inside of us, Jesus, that is taking the scales off of our eyes to see you rightly, to see who you've created us to be. And so, Father, by your Spirit, we just release that over the airwaves right now to every single person that is listening, that they will have eyes to see and hearts to receive and ears to hear your truth, and that the Spirit of the Lord would just fill them up, God. If there's ones that are listening that have not been filled up by your Spirit, Lord, that there is an invitation sitting right before them right now for them to come into agreement, for them to ask for that infilling of a greater measure of your spirit, God, so they can walk in all authority, God, so they can see the things, God, that you spoke about in the Bible, Lord, that is for a now time right now in Jesus' name. And so we just bless you. We honor you. We thank you, God, that you've been in our midst and that you are revealing truths to us. And I just bless each person that is listening in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me today on this episode. My prayer is that as you walk away, you felt an unlocking taking place. And that as you go about your day to day, you would see him moving and hear him speaking in new ways. And that you would find yourself responding with a resounding yes to him and all that he is asking and speaking to your heart. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast from. Until next time, remember, you are his beloved.